Welcome into Honorado Bag, Marty. First Honorado. Sean Bag. Where are we next? We're at Alpenhouse Ski Shop in Amsterdam. And it is ski season here, man. They have got a wall, a rack of skis. I'll head over there for one of our segments. It is ah. incredible, man. You've got to see the layout here, the selection. If you are, we've talked about it, if you're a summer sports person, whatever. If you are a winter sports person, no better place to be than Alpenhouse, man. Yeah, it's true. We're in Amsterdam, and this is an Amsterdam-packed show. How about yeah. that? I mean, the Heck family and Andy and his sister Katie, and uh, they do great things with Alpenhouse. And they've got the fitness center, which is next to the ski shop where we are. Uh, they've got the RV shop, which is just down the road. Uh, they do great things in the community of Amsterdam. And so does our guest on today's show, the CEO of Sticker Mule, Anthony Constantino, will join us here as well. We'll give you an inside look at Alpenhouse as they make the change from, like you said, bag summer and fall to hardcore winter. You'll look, you'll walk around a little bit. We've got video to show you too uh, as well to give you kind of a, a look if you have not been here on Route 30 in Amsterdam yet. It's Honorado and Bagnardi. We got Aaron Rodgers. Is he going to play for crying out loud? I don't know. He, I, I think that he could make it in time. Is it the smart thing to do? Will Odell Beckham Jr. have a new team by the weekend? We'll talk about those. And of course, we'll give you our NFL picks here on the show. Let's get it going, Sean. This is Honorado and Bagnardi, brought to you by Alpenhouse. Cage Wars returns to the Capital Region, Rivers Casino, and uh, we will talk with Sticker Mule CEO Anthony Constantino. They are the title sponsor of Cage Wars 49 on November 20th. It's a Saturday night, and we'll also talk with one of the fighters whose nickname is Cloud Hammer. It's a great nickname. It's a great nickname. If you and I were going to go head-to-head in a cage, what do you think? I think it would be ugly. I have the length on you, but you're you you're tougher. I think you're scrappier. Um, I don't know. It would be it would be a battle, man. I'm older, perhaps more brittle. <laughs> perhaps. Hard to say. Do you have any experience in the... Uh... No. What, are you kidding me? <laughs> Get well, no, out of here. We, we, you and I both have experience in the gym, of course, with our guy, man. When we did the boxing and you were getting punched and, and juking and jiving, yeah. I mean, come on. Would you rather uh, get into a boxing ring with a very proficient boxer or into a cage, an octagon with an MMA? No, fighter? I'd rather take my chances with the boxing. Yeah. Because you can sort of dance around the ring a little bit. I mean, Look, there's a there's way too much of that in MMA. Guys just kind of dancing around, but you get in that grasp, you're done. You're done. Here's my, here's my thought on it, and it'll, it'll be my last thought. Um, in box, I would rather face a boxer because they could only hit me with with their fists. In MMA, I could get a knee, a foot. A, I'm I'm good. I'm and there's good. a little bit more padding in that boxing glove, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. MMA, you're basically just taking the direct fists there. So that no. Not not good. Not good. Yeah. I don't know that that's enough for me to say there's a little bit of padding in a boxing glove, but yeah, okay. 
Um, can the Packers win on Sunday, Bags, without Aaron Rodgers practicing this week? He's eligible to come back off the COVID list, uh, being an unvaccinated player. The, the first day back in the facility would be Saturday. Yeah. Can the Packers beat the Seahawks, who will have Russell Wilson back at quarter echo, by the way? Hmm. Can Green Bay win this game Sunday afternoon if Rodgers doesn't practice one single moment? Of course they can. Is he going to play is the question. And if the answer is yes, then he's – Would in. you play him? He can't practice all week. He hasn't done a lot of physical activity in the last 10 days. Would you put him out there? I'd be – I would be not playing him for other reasons. But – Yes, if we're gonna, if he's gonna be out there, I'm not gonna not play him because he can't practice. Who cares? Who cares? Does this guy need to practice? Why to be effective? You play him otherwise? Because eh, he's a clown. Okay, but that's <laughs> come on. You and I are above that. Are we? Yes. I don't know. I don't know. I think. I think while while a guy is on our team, we view it from a standpoint of. Does this person give me the best chance to win? And if the answer is yes, they play. Kyrie Irving's not playing. Yeah, but you, but if he was eligible, you would want him on the court? I'm not sure I would. I'm not sure I would. And he is, el- he is eligible. He's eligible to play in road games. And the Nets have said you're not playing in them. Okay. Look, I think, yes, to, to answer your question, does he need to practice in order for him to be successful? It's Aaron Rodgers. He's fine. He can go out there. He can go out there injured if you want him to be he can go out there at 75 percent. he can go out there with zero practice for two three weeks in a row and i'm gonna like my chances with him on the field to win a game against any opponent versus if we don't have them you don't agree after all you've seen out of him oh no I, listen i i think he doesn't need to practice i mean look the quarterback is different we saw plaxico burst remember years ago plaxico burst didn't practice at all Basically, the second half of the season and into the playoffs, the Giants went uh, and went and won the Super Bowl. That was the year they beat the 18-0 Patriots. Burris was banged up, and they just, he just didn't practice. But by, like, Friday, he would do the walkthrough, and then he'd go out and play on Sundays. Um, the quarterback, different story. I think Rodgers and any quarterback, for that matter, would have to practice throughout the week to keep that rhythm and timing with his receivers intact. But for one week... I'll sacrifice whatever experience he doesn't get on the practice field, right? By okay, we need to win this game. We're seven and two. That was a tough one at Kansas City. Could have won that game. And so get him out there no matter how much time he's been had on the practice field. That that's my thought here is is they need to win and he gives you your best chance to win practice or not. Agreed. With all the distractions surrounding this team this season really going back of course to the preseason with Aaron Rodgers I say all the distractions they're all Aaron Rodgers related but he's of course your best player and arguably the best player in in all of football when he's on his game um is it what are your thoughts on this season for them what what do you think Super Bowl is still the Super Bowl absolutely Super Bowl all right so you're not worried at all well, of course, I'm worried. I live my life worried when as a sports fan. Yes, of course. I mean, the NFC is really good. I know you love the Bucks. Still, look at how good the Rams are despite losing to the Titans at home on Sunday night. The NFC is deep, and it's dangerous. Um, it but Green Bay has pretty much everything they need, almost, and I'll get to that in a second, almost everything they need in order to win a Super Bowl. Sam says Rodgers has to play. 
no other good option at the position. Yeah, Jordan Love struggled. I get it. Let's relax, people. The first game action of his career, really. Steve asked, does anyone really care? Yeah, the Aaron Rodgers story has been leading nightly national newscasts. It's been on the Today Show. People are talking about Aaron Rodgers and, and the influence of him not being vaccinated. The NFL coming down, what I say, pretty pretty darn lightly bags fourteen thousand dollars fifteen thousand dollar fine for aaron Rodgers. i know the packers overall 300 grand but but for Rodgers, what's 15 grand nothing no big deal yeah so we obviously we talked about the rogers unvaccinated thing last week and now since then we've of course had his reaction to that and his response to that so i know it's a little dated now but i want your reaction to what he had to say on the the mcfee show there I think it, it's very evident uh, with how quickly he tried to do a little bit of damage control after his initial comments, right? He, he went on the Pat McAfee show on Friday. By Tuesday, he was basically apologizing for what he said, the way he handled that show appearance. And so if it, even if it's just backtracking for the sake of PR saving, it, it just, man, it, it felt very tone deaf from him. Very, very tone deaf from him. And again, I'm just, let me just, I'm, I'm only going to make this one point, okay? Because I'm tired of talking about vaccinated, unvaccinated. My issue is not with the fact that he is unvaccinated. My issue is with the fact that he is, he is one of, one of, one of 53 every Sunday backs trying to win a football game. And if you want to be a good teammate, you either get vaccinated or you do all of the necessary COVID protocols laid out by the NFL. I'll bring up Andrew Wiggins again. Wanted to play this season for the Warriors. San Francisco area says, if you just like Kyrie, if you're not vaccinated, you can't play home games here. He didn't really want to get the shot. But guess what? He did it because he wanted to be a good teammate, because he wanted to be on the court. Now, Rodgers could play unvaccinated, obviously, but... He wasn't wearing a mask where he was supposed to. Yeah. He wasn't following a lot of those NFL protocols. So I don't care if you get the shot or not, people. I really don't. That is your personal choice. Fine. But if you're going to stay away from the vax, then bags, you better wear the mask. Yeah. And, you know, he was obviously I, I thought it was interesting to learn that. And I, I guess I take him at his word when he says that he's allergic to Maybe. something that's essentially Maybe. in a Pfizer and Moderna vaccine. So he couldn't yep. get that one. And frankly, I don't blame him for being a little bit put off by J&J, especially at that time when there were some concerns about that. Um, I mean, there were six cases. I get it. But also just the overall effectiveness of that vaccine versus the other ones was not as high. So whatever. I mean, you know, um, I guess, I like I said, I I think I believe him when when he talks about being allergic. Now, the whole him saying... Yeah, well, yeah, I'm, I'm immunized in a press conference. Like, he, 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 there was clearly deception on his part. And then he tried to, like you say, do the damage control of making it seem like, no, 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 I'm, I'm innocent here. I'm the victim. I was always open about things. If there was ever just a follow-up question. No, right. that, that doesn't work. And I'm not saying you have to answer the question of, like, um, no, I'm not I'm allergic and you have to divulge all your, all your health issues. No, of course not. But there was obviously deception on his part. And the way he reacted to really make himself the big victim of everything with how people reacted to bring the news that he was unvaccinated and was going to miss a game, I thought that was a little much for him. 
look, he he would have been completely transparent initially if he was ready to deal with what he knew would be public blowback. Right. He wouldn't have used terminology like, yes, I'm immunized. Right. It would have been, no, I'm not vaccinated, or yes, I am vaccinated. I mean, period. We all use <laughs> evasive language when we know that maybe we're not prepared to deal with something publicly. And and obviously in that time, Rogers wasn't. So he used, yes, I'm immunized. Uh, that That was thought up ahead of time. Of you course. don't just come up with that in the right. moment. So he he knew how he was going to play this thing. All right. I, I said that I think the Packers are close to being the favorites to win the Super Bowl, despite the loss at Kansas City and despite all that's going on with Rodgers. Look, at the end of the day, guys get on the field. They're not going to be concerned about Aaron Rodgers, the teammate. They want to yeah. win. Yeah. The teammate stuff waits for the offseason, and there will be a conversation about whether or not having this guy on the team is good for the organization or not. We can address that down the road. and cards on the table. When we talk about somebody being a good teammate or a bad teammate, you and I can agree that he might be a bad teammate off the field, but on the field, he's he's a gamer, and he is a good teammate in that he's going to try to make the right play. I think he's a probably a very selfish person behind the scenes, but certainly not on the football field. I think he's going to do whatever it takes for him to win and for his team to win. So I think he's a bad teammate, but a good teammate on the field. So they're missing one thing potentially, and that may be somebody like Odell Beckham Jr. It's apparently down to three bags. Yeah, The Packers, the Chiefs, the Saints on Odell's wish list. Now that he is a free agent, the Browns cut him. Nobody picked him up on waivers, and so he can now choose his next destination. Uh, Let me ask you before, what's the best landing spot? Is Odell Beckham Jr., talk about the headaches of Aaron Rodgers, is Odell Beckham Jr. worth some of the drama that he will inherently bring with him wherever he goes? Is his play good enough still at this point at 29 years old, but after significant injuries to a knee and an ankle, is he still good enough where you'd say, you know what, bring on some of the drama because he's still that good? Well, it certainly can be. I'd ask the question this way, was Antonio Brown worth it for Tampa Bay? A hundred percent. So my immediate reaction is, yeah, the injuries, is the guy going to stay on the field? He is a headache. But then you have to think in the right system with the right pieces around him, I still believe he has talent. He has he has an incredible ability to make plays. Okay. So as a playmaker, if you put him in the right situation where he can make those plays, I think he can still go out there and make them for you. So I make the Antonio Brown comparison because it's like, yeah, get him. If Aaron Rodgers can be throwing him the football or Patrick Mahomes can be yep. throwing him the football and he gets a chance to compete for a championship, brings out the best in him on the field. I think there's plenty in the tank. And yeah, if he stays healthy, you can say that about anybody. So yeah, I think given the right scenario, he can still be a big time impact player, especially on a team that already has weapons. I mean, if you're worried about covering Devontae Adams, that's going to free up a guy like OBJ. So yeah, I think he can still be very effective and help the team win. Yeah, I don't know that he's great. And I don't. He was incredibly talented and electric with the ball in his hands. Was he 
was he going to be great in New York? No, I didn't think so. Um, but I think he can be really, really good when he's not the focal point of the passing game. When you have a Devontae Adams or you have a Tyree Kill slash Travis Kelsey, uh, the, the New Orleans thing doesn't make sense to me unless they are going to give him a multi-year deal now. Unless they're going to say, hey, Odell, we're going to give you three years now and we're going to meet the, the the monetary number that you want now as opposed to green bay's offer which would be join us for the stretch run prove you're healthy and can really play at a high level and you'll go get a huge contract after that because playing with trevor simi in the rest of the year bags being the focal point of that pass game which is what he would be with michael thomas now done for the year in new orleans that to me doesn't make a lot of sense kansas city and green bay are better options than New Orleans right now, and and they're better options even when Jameis Winston is healthy. Yeah, hundred percent. And that, they're right. It's it's a, if it's about winning for him, those are obviously the two big options: the Green Bay, and Kansas City, and I think those are the two spots where he could also have the biggest impact. So, yeah, I'm. This will be real interesting. I wonder if Green Bay doesn't also think to themselves, if he comes in, he's a little bit of a distraction, or this just gives us something else to talk about. It's almost like a distraction away from the other distraction, which is Aaron Rodgers Boy. right now. It might not be the worst thing in the world. Um, but I don't know that either, especially Green Bay or Kansas City here, really has much to lose by bringing him in. I don't know if he'd be that overwhelming of a distraction. We already have the distraction with Rodgers. We already have in Kansas City a year where you're not living up to the expectations that you want. I don't know if we all of a sudden going to just spin with things. You know, downward to where you're not a contender now for a championship. So I think it's a very low risk, potentially high reward for both of those teams. I'd like in Kansas City personally. Okay. Um, I'd be I'd be more curious with the impact he can make there. But really, either team. Green Bay is really a major player in the NFC as well, and of course, Kansas City is. You can't you just forget what Kansas City is and can be at their best. Because they're not quite having you expect that of them. Um, a quick roll call of people who are watching this morning. Yeah, Jason. Uh, by the way, we'll, Jason was our guest picker last week in our pick six. Don't even picker presented that. by pick six vodka. We'll get to how I did, how Sean did, how Jason did. And of course, we'll give our picks here coming up in about oh, 10, 15 minutes or so. 15 minutes from now. Sam's watching as well. Carol, of course, we appreciate all of you guys watching each and every week. Um, we have the NFL pick them, like I said, coming up in about 15, 16 minutes or so. We'll get into some of what's going on in the NBA here, too. If you look at the top of each conference, I would dare you to not act surprised based on preseason projections. If you look at the, the top of the East and you look at the top of the West, okay? And look, we're three weeks into this thing. I know it's early, early but it's an eighth of the way. <laughs> it's an eighth of the way there. And maybe some of these teams are not the team in first place in the East. I'm not going to buy into them. But, but like, look at what Golden State's doing. Maybe Golden State really is going to be a tough out in the West this year. They're, they're a really interesting team here, especially, obviously, as they get Clay Thompson back at some point. We're live at Alpenhouse Bags, the ski shop in Amsterdam. We'll take you a look inside here. And, man, they've got everything you could possibly want for whatever you do in the winter, be it skiing, snowboarding, cross-country, snowshoeing, all the gear, Patagonia, Heli Hansen, Marmot. They are loaded up here in Amsterdam at Alpenhouse. 
Oh, you want me to say something? Yeah, man, completely loaded up here. Um, and as I mentioned, the the skis, the gear, the dude, snowmobiles, you get four wheelers over mm. the other side. Maybe I'll take you out there since you're showing uh, more of the inside stuff to show. Well, maybe I'll go out there. You know, of course, I have all the boats too out there. You can imagine. But if you want to, you know, not think about the boating season right now. Um, how about how about the how about a snowmobile? Yeah. How about a snowmobile? Would you look good on a snowmobile? I no, probably not. Really fun to try to do. I've never been on a snowmobile. That would be fun. So I'll, I'll show you a cool when I got back there. I've never driven a snowmobile. I've taken a TV camera on the back of a snowmobile to get some cool video. That I've done. Uh, you asked if I would look cool on the on a snowmobile. No. No, I don't, I don't look cool in those settings at all. All right, when we come back here on Honorado and Bagnardi, we'll be joined by Sticker Mule CEO Anthony Constantino. It is a global brand that is based in Amsterdam, New York. Um, it is one of the top like 5,000 companies um, on the internet. Think about all the companies that are on the internet. It, it is that high up, and it does, uh, it does impressive, impressive stuff through beyond the world of stickers. And Anthony is a big, big proponent of combat sports in the way of boxing and wrestling and MMA and what it did for him in his youth and what it continued to do for him really as a businessman from a from a mental standpoint. We'll also talk with Rich Cloud Hammer Perillo, who will get into the octagon next Saturday night at Rivers Casino during Cage Wars 49. That's coming up. Hang on. You're watching Honorado and Bagnardi. Hey folks, DJ with Professional Fire Restoration, and we've been turning crisis into calm for a half a century. Imagine waking up one morning and having your house on fire. Nobody ever thinks it can happen to them, but it happened to my family. The first thing I did was call Professional Fire Restoration. From start to finish, DJ was there every step of the way. Thank God I made the right call. They turned crisis into calm for my family. When only the best will do, you know who to call. Professional Fire Restoration. Teams. Athletes. Organizations. We're transforming the custom apparel industry through products and purpose. Claim your crown. And now, back to Honorado and Bagnardi. Brought to you by Alpenhouse. Back on Honorado and Bagnardi. Shawnee, we are past Halloween, which is the scary season, but here's something spooky. We are in your households, people. If you can't watch us or you just prefer not to watch us, we don't blame you. You can listen to us at home. Just tell Alexa, play the podcast Honorado and Bagnardi, and she will do exactly that. It'll play throughout your house, assuming you have multiple Alexa. So check us out on uh, on Amazon Podcasts, of course, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify as well. Yeah, looking at us, it might be better to listen would be my guess. But you're going to want to see our two guests today. Yeah, we had a boxer on however many months ago, Tiafimo Lopez, and you asked him who has the more punchable face. Maybe, maybe you'll get a chance to ask one of our guests that question here uh, as well. The founder 
and CEO of Sticker Mule is with us on today's show, and that is Anthony Constantino. And Anthony, man, it's good to see you. We did a little bit for TV on News Channel 13, but it's cool to have you on the podcast now. Um, Sticker Mule is absolutely taking off. We see your commercials as well. But this is a cool thing you guys are doing to promote combat sports in the Capital Region with Cage Wars and Sticker Mule being the title and presenting sponsor of that, man. First of all, how are you? And we'll dive into the rest of it. Great. We had we had uh, fun together last time, so hopefully yeah, we have fun no, today, too. Nobody got punched, which I was happy <laughs> no, about. No, no punching. <laughs> I didn't get pinned or anything like that. Um, no. So first of all, let me ask you about why you know you wanted to be involved with Cage Wars here, which was coming up at Rivers Casino, and, and why that was important for Sticker Mule, your company, to really be behind it. I mean, we need to bring more excitement to upstate New York and, um, you know, to get we, we got a problem with losing people, first of all, in, in, in upstate New York and in New, York, in New York in general. And I view everything as a marketing problem and, and people want to live in an area because of because of wages and jobs and education. But they also want to live in a place where they can have fun. And, and Cage Wars is bringing fun and excitement back to, to the area. We're trying to do similar things as well. And um, I think that was the driving force behind getting involved with them. And along those lines, Anthony, I know this is what you did. Uh, with Chris on TV, but for people who aren't familiar with that, tell us about what you guys have going on in Amsterdam right now. So we just opened up a combat sports gym. It's free for everyone, anyone ages 13 and up. We want youth athletes, adult athletes, anyone that's interested in participating in, in, in training um, is, is welcome to come. And, and the, the thought behind that is I personally got most of my skills, uh, my business skills, my life skills, whatever you want to call them from from sports. I, I wasn't the best student in the world, but I learned a lot from the sports environment and uh, realized that a lot, a lot of kids uh, connect better in sports. I mean, some kids connect right in the classroom or learn through other you know, means, but um, a lot of kids learn through a sports environment. We wanted to give kids an opportunity to do that. And as far as combat sports goes, um, it's a different, difficult career path for, for athletes. Um, there's not always great training facilities. There's not the support that's there. And, and uh, we want to do more to support, uh, you know, actual combat sports athletes just for uh you know out of passion for the sport and um you know love love for the sport so sticker mules opens this facility called combat mules um yeah and i know that isn't the end of it there in that particular building in amsterdam uh, as you guys will continue to grow from a, from a business perspective but the cool thing here and that I, I don't know that a lot of people realize is it's free Anthony, this is free <laughs> yeah, for high school students who want to get involved, man. Well, we're in a great situation uh, as a business. And, and you know, we're going to get benefits from it. You know, we, we actually, believe it or not, have a sizable budget for, so, you know, I'm, I'm an honest person. Everyone's like, oh, I do all this stuff for free. And, you know, the truth of it is we have a sizable budget for helping the community, getting the word out about sticker mill in the community for the purpose of hiring. And, you know, we're able to transfer that budget and, 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 and allocate it in a way that does more positive things than just, you know, buying ads and stuff like that. So this is, uh, you know, it's a big attention getter for us that like lets us achieve our goals, getting the word out, helping with recruiting, um, which is one of our biggest priorities. And um, at the same time doing something that I personally find fun and is beneficial for the community. And I know, as I said, I learned most of my skills through sports. In fact, I was just talking to somebody uh, the other day and, and, and a lot of the decision-making uh, principles that I have that have guided me and signal came from sports. I don't really recall too many that came from an academic setting. So um, I see tremendous value in, in, in sports for, for kids and adults alike. And, and so I think it's going to make a big positive improvement in the community while also helping us achieve our, our goals as a business, which is getting more people in the door. 
Chris, do you think we could get Nonarado and Bagnardi, sticker mule, sticker, get a bunch of them and just plaster them throughout the capital region? What do you think? Well, I, think I, already can, I have a little bit of an idea, Bags, as we send some of our show swag to people, T-shirts, hats, or whatever, we send a sticker with it. Love that's it. Yep. that's the idea, right, Anthony? Stickers is one of the best form, forms of marketing. People don't really... People are coming to that realization, but when we started the company, they didn't have that realization. People spend, you know, thousands and thousands and you know, millions of dollars on, on Facebook ads and Twitter ads. I mean, people spend $6 billion on Twitter ads and get almost nothing. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, you can you can buy a sticker for 15 cents and get way more attention as you'd ever get than, than those $1,000 advertisements on, uh, on Twitter and these other platforms. All right, let's bring in our second guest here, Bags, on today's show. You're watching Honorado and Bagnardi, and that is one of the fighters coming up here, Cage Wars at Rivers Casino. And by the way, uh, tickets start at 50 bucks. Doors open 5 o'clock. The fights start at 6 o'clock, and it's Saturday, November 20th at Rivers Casino. Cage Wars, which has been uh, mar married with Rivers Casino for a while, but it's good to have it back. And our, our fighter on today's show is Rich... Cloud Hammer Perillo. Rich, how are you, man? Terrific. How are you guys? Thanks for having me on. We're great. Uh, this is your Cage Wars debut, right? It how is. excited are you to to kind of get into the octagon and, and show what you've got in front of the Schenectady crowd? Super excited. It's uh, something I've been wanting to do for a while. Um, I'm lucky to have the opportunity. It kind of came presented itself. I never thought I'd be here. And uh, I'm excited. A little nervous. You know, it's a, it's a lot to fight in front of a couple thousand people in your underwear you know so it's uh <laughs> it's that there's that element to it too but it's cool you know it's something i love doing so i would think your opponent should be nervous tell us about cloud hammer uh the origin of the nickname <laughs> so it's a it's kind of complicated and stupid at the same time it's something i made up um i don't really like my last name i went through some just whatever and uh made it as a joke on facebook like I don't know, a long time ago, like 12 years ago, then deleted Facebook. My name was Richard Cloudhammer on Facebook and then deleted Facebook and then came back like, I don't know, six years later and forgot that I changed my name. And when I started going to my new jiu-jitsu school, everybody started calling me Cloudhammer. And I'm like, what are these people talking about? And it kind of stuck on a life. And so I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot I changed my Facebook name to that. And it kind of just, I mean, now it's synonymous with who I am. I kind of like it more than my own name, so. How's your training been going as we're really only about a week away here from you getting into the cage? Uh, how do you feel physically and, and mentally as you approach this fight? Um, I feel great, actually. Um, a lot of this was like kind of uh, body management, too, as well as training, just making sure I make it to the fight healthy. Um, I feel amazing. Um, I'm a little I'm over training, like not over training as in I'm, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of done. I'm ready to fight. Like, uh, mm -hmm. I think I'm where I need to be. I just got to keep keep everything plateaued where, I, where I'm at. So, I'm, uh, but I'm, I'm really ready. Uh, training was awesome. Like, what got me into this was just basically uh, jujitsu. I don't want to answer that question later. But, like, I, I just, I'm doing a fight camps for, for a while now. Because I keep just trying to be a consistent sparring partner for my teammates when they fight. And mm -hmm. then, so I've been, the last fight, I took the last fight camp for the last cage wars. I was there. I mean, if not more as as consistently as the fighters, just trying to keep them ready, and then so and then I kind of just transitioned to my own fight camp. So I'm, I'm feel good. Well, this might be a stupid question. I usually try to let Chris ask those, but yeah. I'll go for one here. 
what what is it about the cage, right, in combat sports? Because we're so used to seeing a ring, right, in boxing and in wrestling. What is it about being inside that cage that is different and makes that kind of a special thing as a fighter? Um, to me, it's just the allure of it. I mean, like boxing's cool, but it's clean in my perception. And, and boxing is amazing. It's a super science. It, it's a, I love it. Um, kickboxing is great, but it's something about a cage just it kind of uh, brings you back to like almost like a gladiator type event. Um, it, it just it looks more brutal, and it's not necessarily uh, well. It is a brutal sport, but it just it's primal. Um, that's kind of why I always wanted to do it. I competed in jiu-jitsu for a long time. And this is just the next evolution of like challenging myself. I mean, you look at that's so cool. Look at the video. I mean, like who doesn't want to fight in there? I mean, like I, I, it just it just draws you. I, I don't. I'll be honest. <laughs> with you. So, yeah. so what is it like though? As we watch that video, if you were ever, God forbid, in that position where like you're in the bottom or you're in you're in one of those grips where you're clearly at the disadvantage. What's going through your mind when you're in that situation? Is it about like surviving to the end of the round or? You know, are you are you not even thinking? Are you just trying to react, or is it strategy of what move do I have to pull to get out of this move? Um, so I don't want to speak out of turn because I've obviously never been in there, but I've competed in jiu-jitsu uh, plenty of times where the similarity in that position, if you're on the bottom, um, you train for that. Like my professor Nels Larson says, uh, jiu-jitsu is the art of being comfortable with being uncomfortable. So at first you freak out when you're in that position. That hurts. You have a man who's hurting you in a dominant position. And it's scary. Your your whole body is saying, I swear, but like, like, I need to get out of here. This is not good. But like, you know, you do this enough where you train enough where it just becomes ordinary. Um, and you're just thinking like, okay, you, you feel their body weight move. You're looking for um, like a way to transition away from that to sweep them, or which means like to push them. So you're on top. Um, things like that, you know? So, I mean, it's definitely, obviously there's pressure there, but you train for that. We had comedian Chelsea Handler on, Rich, so hmm. we are used to the, the bleep button. We got you covered. Man. Okay, cool. Just making sure. Yeah, I was really nervous yeah, about right. that. I swear. No, wait, you're good. I'm white trash. Yeah. So like, I, yeah. <laughs> we can take care of that. Cage Wars 49, sponsored by Sticker Mule, coming to Rivers Casino Saturday, November 20th. Get your tickets now. Um, 50 bucks. Doors open at 5. Fight start at six and they feature some regional fighters uh as well as some national fighters and uh, and we've got rich cloud hammer perillo with us on the show as well as the founder and ceo of sticker mule anthony constantino anthony man uh what do you when you see the video there of of mma uh and the cage what is it about this sport that you think just makes it so popular like it has surpassed boxing in america i I couldn't i couldn't tell you that i mean there is an excitement there that's just different for for me than than with anything else and uh the cage wars event in particular i told people i've been to a you know a few ufc's it's almost it's more exciting to go to a cage wars you you could be right there Mm -hmm. ringside that you can you can almost uh i mean you can hear the punches landing (laughs) and uh it's it's uh it's a it's a really exciting um you know fun fun event Rich, what will get in the W in your first Cage Wars event, your first time in the cage? What will that mean to you if you walk away, which I, I'm, we're all sure you will walk away with a win? Um, it, it'd be a, a symbol of a culmination of all the hard work and dedication that I've put in, my teammates have put in, uh, friends and family have helped me get here. Like it, it's uh, And just a big victory of like being brave enough to get in there. I mean, like just that – 
once the cage door closes, like to me, that's like step one, a mission accomplished. Like it's a, it's a, it's a big event in my life. And I think a lot of people's lives to do that. It's, you know, it's, uh, so I, the W would be a, a really good day. All right. Well, Rich, if you were to find yourself, uh, in the, in the cage with me or with Bagnardi, who lasts longer? Well, he lasts longer. <laughs> Between me and you. Oh, okay. At the same time, um, yeah. probably me still, but um, yeah. oh. I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. I think you guys should maybe Cage Wars 50. You guys can get in there and settle that yourselves. Well, we need a cool nickname. We need the nicknames. Yeah. You know, Cloud Hammer is going to be tough to compete with. You'll have to have something tied to your You just got to make it up. I looked at like a fan. I was just like, what's a funny kind of name that's graceful and powerful at the same time? And I was like, Cloud hammer. That's just, you know, so you just got to make it up. Just, you know. My last name is Bagnardi. I am going to go windbag. Wind there you bag. go. Yeah. Yeah. You are exactly you're already, that. You're already Sean. one step away from the cage now. That's right. You are, <laughs> you are exactly that, Sean. Uh, Rich, man, thank you for taking the time with us here. Good luck Saturday night again, November 20th, uh, Cage Wars 49 at Rivers Casino. And Anthony, man, props to you for all the great stuff you and your company and your coworkers are doing. For the community of Amsterdam, yes, but the capital region overall, man, it's uh, it's really cool to see what you've been able to do beyond making stickers like we joked about in your gym. Wondering what to do now that your Philips CPAP was recalled? Dr. Frederick Dreyer has a safe and effective alternative treatment for sleep apnea. Just pop it in and get a good night's rest. Keep your quality of life. Call the Integrative Sleep Center today. We work with all insurances. At Marcello's Appliance Center, our commitment is to you. Providing essential appliances that families depend on for cooking, refrigeration, cleaning, and sanitation, plus appliance repair. You can have peace of mind that Marcella's is here for you today and every day, like we have been since 1957, helping you make the right choice with trusted brands like Whirlpool, Maytag, KitchenAid, Jenner, and many more. Shop Marcella's Appliance Center in-store, online, or by phone. We're here for you. Get ready for winter fun at the 57th Annual Open House at Alpen House. Going on now through November 15th. Up to 20% off select apparel from your favorite brands. Ski packages starting at $3.99. We have a large selection of ski and snowboard equipment and apparel with new product arriving daily. Shop our selection of snowshoes and cross-country too. Ski and snowboard leases still available and kids five and under lease free. Tis the ski season at Alpen House, Amsterdam and Clifton Park Center. Stop in today to get ready for winter fun. And now, your weekly NFL Pick'em, presented by Pick 6 Vodka. All right, here we go, the NFL Pick'em. Yes, presented by Pick 6 Vodka. And our thanks to the entire team at Saratoga Courage Distillery for sponsoring this segment, which we've been doing since week one. You want to see some of the results from last week? I know Sean doesn't, but guess what? It's part of our responsibility here, Bags in a time of transparency to show people how we are doing. And here it is. I was three and three last week. Our viewer was Jason Pulaski. He was three and three last week. Bags, you had the donut. The you over. had the donut. Dude, what is going on with that? I, the offer for me, um, really embarrassing week. I knew heading into Sunday <laughs> night, I needed the Rams. And it, that, that's, look, I'm not even going to try to justify 
how embarrassing that is. Okay. Um, I'm just going to try to bounce back with a six and zero week to cancel it out. Cause what else can I do, man? You got to get back on the horse or in my case right now, you fall off that snowmobile, you get right back on it. Well, people Check can't see that snowmobile bags because we are showing people how poorly we continue to do week in and week out, but there it is. Yes. There's the snowmobile you know, that bags was talking about this, huh? Dude. You mean to tell me you don't think you would look good on one of those? Look at those things. It's pretty nice. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe I could actually pull that off. I don't know. These ones in particular you're looking at are sold, so don't fall in love with these ones, but just get an idea of mm-hmm. what you mm-hmm. could be on out. Once, what? How long until we get some snow? Not very long, man. Not it's long at all. I'm going yeah, to see... get on the boat for the picks. All right, go ahead. Climb on up into the boat. Uh, Jason, good news, man, because you beat Sean and you tied me. A push goes to the viewer. So some pick six swag is headed Jason Palatsky's way for uh, his three and three week right here on Honorado and Bagnardi's NFL Pick'em presented by Pick 6 Vodka. Let's get it going here with the picks here this week, Bags. Bills at Jets. Buffalo, Wolf, what the heck happened at Jacksonville? We thought for sure Bills will cover 14 and a half. I don't care how large the number is at Jacksonville. They'll win by at least three touchdowns. They didn't score a single touchdown, a 9-6 loss to Trevor Lawrence and the Jags. They are now 13 and a half point favorites again on the road at your Jets, Sean. Yeah, I I don't know what happened against w- – w- this was one of the reasons, one of the six reasons I took the over with Buffalo last week. The Jets also, though, because I was thinking off of their incredible win that they could certainly cover like a 10-and-a-half spread against the Colts. No, they stunk. And they almost – I realized they almost covered at the end of that game in garbage time. They actually did almost get yep. to cover that. But really, that was a blowout. They were terrible. So this one, I'm stuck. So what do I do? I'm going to pick against the Jets. I'm taking the Bills because you almost have to take the Bills and just chalk up last week to the outlier of the season. Expect them to get back to normal against a bad, bad New York Jets team, who, of course, will be without Zach Wilson still. So no, give me Buffalo. I'm on the Jets. It's a big number for me uh, with a Buffalo team that in the last two weeks, okay, the Jacksonville game is not standalone. The previous week, there were struggles as well from Buffalo's offense. I I have worries about this Bills team, not long-term, but present day. So I'm going to ride with the Jets here and and maybe try to steal one from you and our guest picker this week. Our viewer is Adam Howland Sr. So I'm I'm on the Jets. You guys are both on the Bills in this one. Okay, I like my chances here. Here's the good news for me on this one. The Jets have gone opposite of everything I have picked every week, I think. So if anything... I mean, this doesn't mean the Jets will win the game. Yeah. They'll be in it against the, clearly the best team in the division, which would make it fun to watch anyway. Because that Colts mm. was not fun to watch. Clearly the best team in the division. I think that's an interesting statement given what New England has done here. Winners of three in a row, now five and four, and slight favorites at home at Foxborough, taking on the Cleveland Browns, who put up more than 40 last week against the Bengals, and maybe this Browns team minus OBJ, right, the addition by subtraction. Maybe this Browns team now is really what I thought they would be preseason. Picked them to go to the Super Bowl, lose to the Rams. 
maybe Cleveland now figures it out, Bags, with OBJ gone, and that's why I am riding the Browns on the road this Sunday. Well, I'm liking what I'm seeing here because I really need to pick up ground. So I just need to pick opposite from you no matter what the picks are. Um, but this basically a pick game, as you said, small yes. spread. Patriots are at home. You talked about how they've been playing better. Yes, Cleveland, certainly in the preseason, very high expectations that they have not lived up to. Um no. Give me the home team in a close one in a basically a pick 'em game. All right, you and Adam are lockstep here so far. You're both on the Bills, you're both on the Patriots. Uh, game three for us here Saints and Titans. Saints got a win last weekend, pulled or they lose the Falcons. So the Saints dropped one to the Falcons. That was that was late where it went back and forth. Um, and the Titans. Speaking of wins, Titans are a team that got a win. That was a big time win, big win. for now. That what is the number one team in the AFC at seven and two, going to LA, beating the Rams on Sunday Night Football without Derrick Henry. Saints, Titans here. Where are you leaning? Well, I don't love the Titans' long term chances without Henry in terms of real Super yep. Bowl contention, but they are not a a one horse show one trick pony i don't know whatever it is they're 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 a good football team and that's a pretty small number for me against a team that i are a touchdown better than especially at home so i like the titans here i like the titans here because of the defense and the defense was the issue last year was they had zero pass rush different story this year they can get to the quarterback the secondary has been really good and so i'm on the titans here two bags to to cover what is just three and a half at home again against the saints team that i don't think is going to put up a lot of points so give me the give me the titans here simply to to put up 25 to 28 and in my mind that's more than enough to beat the current version of these neural learning states look no matter who odell beckham jr picks He's not going to be playing this weekend. So right. even if he chooses New Orleans, I'm not going to be worried about, oh, but isn't OBJ going to be a factor for the Saints? No, no, he won't be. And Adam is on the Titans here as well. It's a queen, a clean sweep for Tennessee in that game. Falcons and Cowboys is our next one. Talk about a disappointing. I mean, who was more disappointing last week to you, Dallas or Buffalo? Buffalo, but I, I get it, man. It's It's a toss-up. It really is. I mean, they were down 30 to nothing at one point to Denver. I know. I know. This. So this is why, for this week, I'm going to take the Falcons to cover this spread. I think they're going to lose the game, but it was just a little bit too much for me, and it looks like for you as well, yep. where I think they're going to hang around enough, again, lose, but just enough to cover this spread. Yeah, the Falcons aren't awful, um, and and they've been playing a little bit better. Like, no Calvin Ridley, and I would have just chalked it up to, well, okay, this offense isn't going to figure it out, but Kyle Pitts is really good, that tight end out of Florida, the number four overall pick. Matt Ryan looks like he can still get it done. Um, and, as, and, and by the way, just full disclosure, Adam is a Cowboys fan. Okay. So he's he's on his Cowboys, which I can respect, uh, sure. but nine and a half for me was too much. I I, I have worries here that – Dallas to cover 
or to win by double digits here against Atlanta, I'm just not on board with. I'll I'll take the road team. I'll take the points. Underdogs did very well last week. I'm going to ride with them again this week. I will say, though, that game is the one out of these six that I felt the least comfortable with, so I'm not Mm. thrilled that that's the one game so far that I'm opposite our guest picker. I feel like it could be shaping up for another loss for me this week. Uh, against our guest picker, you not can't be surprised that I don't have much confidence coming off the zero and six. But no, I, that's I, true. Got to stay positive. We're going to turn things around. Well, we got two more games to go here, so let's yeah. see how you how we end up head to head against Adam Bucks, Washington football team, Tampa Bay coming off the bye. Yep, on the road here against uh, the team that I picked to win this division. How bad does that look now? Washington's yeah. defense has has been a shadow of what it was in twenty twenty. This one to me is, I know it's nine and a half, but is there any question that it's going to be Tampa? No, we're all on the box. Okay. Not the three of us. Um, yeah, you said it. I mean, you don't have to look much farther than the records here, six and two, two and six, and off a of bye, Brady, the whole team rested up. Yeah. Extra time to prepare for this game as well. This should be a blowout, certainly a double-digit game, so they'll cover the spread. Yeah, and Adam is on the Bucks here as well, so nobody different, no ground to make up with the fifth game. How about the sixth game? This is our final one. It's the Sunday night game on NBC and News Channel 13, of course. Chiefs get over the 500 mark by beating Green Bay last week. The Raiders fell at the Giants. So we yeah. got a 5-4 and four team in the AFC West against a 5-3 and three team in the AFC West. That division... You throw in the Chargers and the Broncos, man, they are all lumped together the way the AFC North is for the most part. This is a a really important game, and you see Kansas City's favored by two and a half on the road. It's a really important game, which is in particular why I like the Chiefs, because they are the better overall team. This is a big spot, a primetime game, a game that, as you just pointed out, means an awful lot to this division and to the playoffs. The better teams always assert themselves in these kind of situations. And this is basically a pick em here. If the Chiefs are going to win, it's going to be by a field goal at least, you would assume. So I like that it's not a huge spread here that I have to take with the Chiefs. So give me Kansas City to win this game on the road and hopefully, man, start to, to get things going. We'll see about OBJ. But th- this team has got to do a little bit more between now and the postseason for me to be as high on them as I want to be. And I still think they're going to do that because to me, man, this is like, this is a Super Bowl caliber team. That's just for some reason, not there, but they've got to go win this game on Sunday. Yeah. This I'm with you. This to me is a must win. This is a game that Patrick Mahomes of last year and two years ago would go win. Now look, Vegas is better than they were a year or two ago, but I'm not even talking about the opponent. I'm, I'm with you. I'm talking about the moment. Yeah. Prime time, needing a win, coming off a win. But they looked so bad a week ago against Green Bay, whose defense is fine. It's not great. But to get shut out in the second half when Jordan Love isn't moving the ball on offense either. Like the field position for Kansas City was good last week and they couldn't get points. There is something there is something deep in the fabric of what's going on in Kansas City where there's a problem right now. Now, I'm still picking them to win this game because I just think they're too good. They have to figure out at some point. But if we get to January and they haven't figured it out at any point, I'm going to say, yeah, I'm not surprised because all the warning signs were there. I just didn't want to pay attention to them. 
yeah, this is too deep into it now where you say, well, there's no question they'll turn it around. There's a question, but I just think they are going to, and I think Sunday will be a win. Okay. All right. All right, there are your picks for the week. Uh, we got a final recap here of what we are doing in week 10. I'm alone on the Jets. I'm alone on the Browns. We're all on Tennessee. Adams on his own with his Cowboys. We're all on the Bucks. We are all on the Chiefs. How's this going to shake out? We'll see. The standings are getting tight between Bagnardi and the viewer. So, Shawnee, your opportunities to make up ground here, there's only one. Am I yeah. seeing that correctly? Yes. Yeah. I'm not – yeah, my my target, though, is not the viewer moving forward. i got to catch you. I've got oh. bigger things in mind here. All right, well, here are the standings here. Again, I'm only two games over 500. This is nothing to be all that giddy about, but I've got a, a little bit of a cushion now. I'm 10 games under, so you can be giddy all you want. <laughs> Like not not at not at two games over, that's for sure. All right, when we come back here on Honorado and Bagnardi, uh, let's look at the NBA and where we currently stand three weeks in. Some of the surprises, and we'll do kind of a daily, men, uh, a weekly mental check in with Bags and his Brooklyn Nets. Hang on, we're coming back right after this on Honorado and Bagnardi. Wondering what to do now that your Philips CPAP was recalled? Dr. Frederick Dreher has a safe and effective alternative treatment for sleep apnea. Just pop it in and get a good night's rest. Keep your quality of life. Call the Integrative Sleep Center today. We work with all insurances. At Marcello's Appliance Center, our commitment is to you, providing essential appliances that families depend on for cooking, refrigeration, cleaning, and sanitation, plus appliance repair. You can have peace of mind that Marcella's is here for you today and every day, like we have been since 1957, helping you make the right choice with trusted brands like Whirlpool, Maytag, KitchenAid, Genair, and many more. Shop Marcella's Appliance Center in-store, online, or by phone. We're here for you. Get ready for winter fun at the 57th Annual Open House at Alpen House. Going on now through November 15th. Up to 20% off select apparel from your favorite brands. Ski packages starting at $3.99. We have a large selection of ski and snowboard equipment and apparel with new product arriving daily. Shop our selection of snowshoes and cross-country too. Ski and snowboard leases still available and kids five and under lease free. Tis the season at Alpen House, Amsterdam and Clifton Park Center. Stop in today to get ready for winter fun. All right, back on Honorado and Bagnardi here, live from Alpenhaus Ski Shop in Amsterdam. Bags, we are in winter season. You are on a boat. Dude, you see these boats, man. You, you be in here with me. We're gonna have to, we're gonna have to maybe move south and uh, and do it in this <laughs> thing because it's not gonna go out on the ice. No, no, and it shouldn't. But you were near some snowmobiles that that would go out on the ice. Yes. Uh, we've shown off some of the skis here at the shop as well, the snowboards. And oh, by the way, if you're going out this weekend to watch some of the Week 10 NFL action, Orchard Tavern West. I know we've got viewers who are a big fan of Orchard Tavern. Tipsy Moose in Albany, our guy Robbie Terrio. Pam's Pub, check it out. Dinosaur Barbecue. And if you just want to enjoy a little bit of Pick 6 Vodka at home, maybe make your own mule at home, Vodka Soda go to Empire Liquor as well. All right, Bags, our thanks to Pick 6 Vodka, Saratoga Courage Distillery for helping us out with our picks each and every week. How are we feeling about the Brooklyn Nets these days? What have we learned from the NBA's first three weeks? 
Well, okay. Overall, I feel fine about the Nets. I, I every week it's going to be the Kyrie thing is is going to eventually get addressed one way or the other. Um, he's either going to be back playing or he's not going to play, and I think they'd have to move him. We'll see about mandates and the new mayor in January, all that stuff. Overall, they look fine. Kevin Durant is by far um, the best scorer on earth. He, he is an incredible Better player. than Steph Curry. Yes. James Harden is facilitating well. The team is fine. They're doing fine. They're getting good production off the bench from LaMarcus Aldridge. They're, they're fine. What has surprised me about the first three weeks of the NBA, the parody man in the Eastern Conference, it's crazy. I mean, you have teams like like Washington and Cleveland asserting themselves. And we know, I mean, the Bucks are, are far down, but we know they're going to be fine. The yep. Knicks are tough. We know, uh, you know, you've got Miami, the, the, the addition of Kyle Lowry and how yes. good that team is. This is not last year's Eastern Conference, even though you still have the teams like the Nets and like the Bucks, who you expect to be there probably at the end of the day. But there are going to be no easy outs in the first round, certainly not in the second round. So it's an exciting time to be an NBA fan because of all that parity. On this Thursday, which is Veterans Day, shout out to our veterans and thank you for all you've done. Um, the Wizards and the Bulls are eight and three oh, at the top yeah. of the Eastern Conference in the NBA. Go out west, Golden State's 10 and one, Utah is eight and three. So I'm not surprised that Utah is up there. I'm surprised that Golden State is 10 and one as we do this show on a Thursday. You watch us Saturday night on my four, yeah, a couple games later. But either way, the top of each conference is very different than yeah. we would have guessed in the preseason and golden state you know they're only going to get better of course when they add clay thompson back into the mix and if that team accumulates enough wins to get you know a home playoff series i don't care who they're yeah, playing, man yeah. that's a tough environment and that's a tough out and curry can go off on any given night i mean you saw what he did to poor kevin herder and the hawks that's another team the hawks not living up texas we expect them to, to turn things yep. around and be there like there are so many good teams in the east we're going to have a lot of teams around that 500 mark who are actually pretty decent because everybody's going to beat up on each other. You brought up Herder's name. He had 28 the other night, uh, but the Hawks still were unable to get the win at Utah. Sam wants to know, Bags, when are we having Ian Anderson on the show? I think you'll see a little bit of Ian next week. Will you, Bags? Yeah, man. Okay. We're going to talk to Ian tomorrow. Yeah, we're going to catch up with him tomorrow. I want to make sure that you would still probably show a little bit of him next week, but yeah. you can look for our conversation with Ian Anderson, just on the News Channel 13 social channels. Check us out there. Uh, we'll have a conversation with him coming up. And I am not here next week. I am on a little vacay, everybody. So you're Enjoy stuck it. with bags. Enjoy we, it. We appreciate you guys watching, as always, on the News Channel 13 Facebook page and on my four.